Section 11. S. Who Was Who? Edited by Irwin L. Gordon. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sibella Denton. Sean McGahey. And Laurie Ann Walden. S. Salome. A celebrated dancer who could fill the largest opera houses in the world with bald heads, opera glasses, and jealous women. She is still in Who's Who, and probably will remain there until arrested. Sam, uncle, a tall, lean, good-natured, rich man who sets paces and spends his money. Born July 4, 1776, son of Great Britain. Godfathered by France. Was an impetuous baby. Education, School of Experience at Washington. S. was assisted in early life by a number of men who took an interest in him. When thirty-six years of age, he chastised his mother, but later became on excellent terms. Went in for land and colonization business. Succeeded. At the age of eighty-four, S. suffered from a severe attack of internal indiscretion. Recuperated slowly. Later entered the trust-raising business, and devoted considerable time to politics. In 1897 he spanked a European power, but had to take care of the children after the incident. S. is either Republican or Democrat, favors the former, although once in a while he desires change. Wore a goatee, long hair, high hat, a suit made out of the flag, smoked cigarettes, had bad manners, and used much slang. Publications, banknotes. Ambition, another Republican president. Address, Washington, D.C., U.S.A. Epitaph. If he ever gets one, he deserves it. Samson. Exponent of hair restorer and an iconoclast. When a young man, he rehearsed his muscles until he could break a chain and lift a fat lady. Entered the army. Was successful until he became bald. Committed suicide by pushing a temple on himself. Sando. A pupil of the above. Vaudeville star and coin collector. One of those individuals whom nature has endowed with a magnificent body and sufficient brains to make money with it. Santos Dumont, a pre-Zeppelin right air investor who had enough money and sense to quit before people remarked how natural he looked. Savonarola, a reformer of Florence, Italy, who succeeded in closing the cafes, theaters, and dance halls. He was popular with the masses until election day. When the opposition returned, they made it hot for him. Sawyer, Thomas, a plain American boy who was rescued from obscurity by Mark Twain and became a good salesman. Schlitz, press agent of Milwaukee, USA, who was successful in advertising himself and his town. In England, he is Schweppes. Schopenhauer, father of race suicide, lionized by the French Republic and T.R., Ambition, empty cribs. Recreation, trips with his wife and children. Clubs, mothers. Scots, Mary, queen of, a Scotch lady who is said to have been beautiful, who fell in love and was one of the few women whose less attractive sister got the better of her. Scott, Walter, a Scotchman who secured fame without adopting the national characteristics. His critics claim this was the reason he failed in business. Wrote some books which are read by students and persons possessing much time.
Sebastian, saint, the Italian who was shot with arrows and ran second to the apostles in the number of his portraits exhibited in European galleries. Seidlitz, powder manufacturer. Seville, barber of, a celebrated tonsoralist who introduced the Marcel Wave and the Gillette Razor into Spain. Shackleton, Ernest, another pole explorer. He was saved the ignominy of reaching the desired point by the shortness of rations, but he was near enough to become a profitable author and lecturer. Shakespeare, William, the man who was born at Stratford-on-Avon. When a young man he amused himself by poaching, visiting the Hathaway Cottage, and being the village pest. Married the inmate of the cottage and went to London, a city in England. Shakespeare became an apprentice actor and was said to have been nearly as bad an actor as his contemporaries. His fame later arose due to his growing popularity. He died. Shakespeare's birthplace is now one of the tourist sites of the world. More postcards are sent from this town than from any of its size in Europe. The church where he lies buried has an immense floating congregation. Shakespeare also shared honors with one Bacon for writing a few plays. Ambition. Present-day prices in Elizabethan theaters. Recreation. Rehearsals. Address. The world. Epitaph. Has been obliterated. Shampoo. A barber of Shupu, China, who introduced the art of clean hands into the celestial empire. This has since fallen into disrepute in that country, but is sometimes practiced in other lands. Shaw, G. Bernard, Grouch, Truth-Teller, an English writer who made money by being honest enough to tell people what they knew. Shaw's enemies claim he would have to work should his theories be put into practice. Believes in socialism and wants everything. Author of considerable sarcasm, wit, and divided opinion as to his talents. Ambition, an Americanless England. Also, sales. Address, watch billboards. Sheba, queen of. An ancient merwoman who matched her brains against the brainiest man who ever lived. She lost. Shem. Noah's heir, was first officer of the Ark. Sherman, general, secured his fame by marching to the sea and giving a terse definition of war. Sherry, proprietor of a New York restaurant where a person feels wealthy while at the table and poor afterward. Shoe, old woman of the, one of those anti-race suicide mothers whose family caused considerable worry. Ambition, a better job for her husband. Address, shoe. Clubs, she did not have time for any, and thus could not be a suffragette. Schuster, Morgan, an American child who attempted to play the diplomatic game in Persia with grown-ups, was spanked and sent home. Occupation, crying. Ambition, ambassador to a country without diplomats. Address, home. Shylock, see New York City Business Directory. Simon, simple. Epicurean, passed an uneventful life with the exception of an encounter with a confectioner near the fairgrounds. The man operated his business on a cash basis. Simon was broke, and no sale was consummated. Sinbad, an old tar whose yarns are still on the distaff. 
sisters seven sutherland a noted family who held out salvation for the bald and envy to women smith john the bravest man who ever lived smith ate the first lobster smith john secured his renown for living in every city in the world socrates he helped introduce brains into greece committed suicide solomon king author musician builder benedict an old mormon who established a record for wearing wedding clothes when a child he developed a boston brain this grew as the years advanced at a tender age he began acquiring mothers-in-law this caused his subjects to doubt his acumen s thoroughly vindicated himself and set about building a city and a big church to hold his family wrote a number of popular songs his proverbs also had a big sale ambition just one more wife and an end to those quarrels in the harem recreations picnics with the family also was fond of the phonograph address care the mrs solomon epitaph here lies the original man who knew it all son prodigal tourist oat sower and herdsman son of wealthy parents became tired of home and desired to travel visited foreign lands and had a jolly good time his letter of credit expired friends were never at home after the event son had to work later he took a bath and walked home father was delighted and gave a banquet in his honor unpopular with his brother career wild satisfaction saw something of life address home susa john p american bandmaster who wrote books and shot pigeons between march compositions spencer herbert a scientist who believed the human race degenerated from monkeys and established the theory that only the survivors are the fittest suffragette t h e a woman who lived years ago in great britain and the united states who believed that noble man was incompetent incomplete incompatible incongruent inconsistent and an incubus in his incurious incumbency she was the daughter of too much time and too much money early days spent at home she married and began her career suffragette's first weakness was a club then she fell to the level of a speechmaker and a flag carrier the fanatical desire to see her name in print led to the adoption of strenuous press agent tactics she died fighting ambition to offset her husband's vote on election day recreation parading windows bombs letter-boxes english ministries and a string of etc epitaph requiescat in pace also see mrs pankhurst and hope suffragette t h e ante still lives but is dying fast belongs to the moss-back half of femininity has serious objection to the use of her head except for decorative purposes was not averse to press notices and looked with envy on the achievements of the suffragettes in this direction being denied high office in their ranks because of lack of adequate cerebration she set up a rival organization where brains were not requisite entertains the utterly absurd idea that all women except herself belong at home with their husband and children where they belong in absence of these deponent saith not ambition continued parasitic existence recreation manufacturing evidence and tagging on behind address 
wherever there are suffrage meetings. Epitaph. Alas, the world does move, and she was again it. Sulzer, William, the kettle who called Murphy black. Also the governor of New York, who enjoyed the unprecedented honor of retiring from office in order that he might be considered a progressive. Motto. Be sure your sins will get you out. Ambition. To be a martyr to the clause. Diet. Tigers. Epitaph. You may err, you may perfume your clothes as you will, but the smell of impeachment will cling to you still. End of section 11.